Uh, hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Next up, we've got our at me segment. So yeah, at me, right? Little uh, little irony here. Uh, what we've noticed is getting question prompts from you all, getting the feedback, the engagement from you all tend to be our best conversations, right? Uh, some of the, the best uh, combo prompts, I would say. So for this segment, again, this is questions directly from you all. I uh, don't know who sent this one because we got a bank of uh, at me questions, but if you ever want to send any questions, email us repertoire network at gmail.com or just add us on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at the rep network, Facebook at repertoire TPN. Shoot us a message. We'll shout you out on the episode and uh, we'll cover whatever your conversation prompt is. If it's good enough, that is. If y'all are talking about something silly, nah, don't at me. This week, this one's actually a pretty good one. This one was on the top of our ideas bank. It's been there for a while, and I figure, hey, fuck it. While we're redoing and kind of revising things, let's jump into this one. So this week's at me topic, is monogamy real, or is it a societal ploy to keep order? Now, I'll go ahead and get started on this one, because, um, you know, being, uh, I I'm, I'm married, right? I've got little one on the way, Mike three, shout out. Um, I think at, on the surface, you can look at this question and say, all right, I'm in a monogamous relationship. Yes, monogamy is real. However, I do in many ways see monogamy set up as kind of a societal way to kind of keep people in check. And the reason why I say that, going back to what I said initially, I think there is a lot of nuance. I don't think it's as black and white. For some people and, and just to be clear here i'm not by any means proposing hey let me get away from monogamy not not by any stretch but i do think that it's kind of kind of it, it depends on the person right i think there are people that can have very ha happy uh polygamous relationships with each other i think there are people that need to have monogamous relationships with each other me, I think it comes down to finding that right companion. We've talked about this many times on the episodes before. Uh, I've found mine. So, I mean, I'm very happy with everything that I've got. Monogamy works for me. But I very much do understand this concept of monogamy being kind of a construct to keep everybody in line. Um, I mean, I'll just leave it there. Whoever wants to jump in. I know we're all in similar boats with monogamous relationships. But uh, Jock, you look most eager to jump in, so I'll let you get in there. I, you know, when I was younger, I feel you know you're not as mature, so you're like, hey, you know, it has to be a certain way, and has to be this, has to be that, based on like you know stuff that we were taught and like learned and how we were brought up from our parents or whoever, you know. And so uh, now, with that being said, the older that I'm getting, I'm a little bit more open-minded, and like I don't really down people for being in like you know polygamy or whatever. Like I don't down that as much as I, I, I used to, you know, do I still agree with it full-fledged? I don't, but I'm more open-minded now. It's like, okay, like you said, if that makes you happy, cool, whatever. Like it's, here's, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say, it's no rules to anything. You know, it depends on like whoever you're with and like how y'all's thing can work. Cause at the end of the day, y'all are dating or married to each other. You know, not, you're not trying to please the rest of the world. And I think people have issues with trying to fit this status quo and you're afraid of what this person's going to think and what your parents are going to say. No, live for y'all, you know, y'all's family, what's going to actually like work for y'all ultimately. So uh, those are my thoughts on it. 
I think the goal is just to find something sustainable, right? Whether it's monogamous or polygamous. I obviously think that you have to be in sync. You have to agree. You can't have one person that wants monogamy and the other one wants polygamy. That won't work. That is one thing I do believe in is that they have to be on the same level. But uh, I think that if it works for some, it doesn't work for others, hey, find whatever works best for your situation. So I don't know, Gary, you know, right when he's in the middle of working on something, I'm tossing to him, but. No, I'm actually, I'm actually know, pulling, I mean, up, I'm pulling up notes just so, uh, just so we can fact check. Gary's fact checking. Yeah, fact check. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, no problem. I had to be prepared. <laughs> of course. I mean, you're, you're a happy man with a, with a lady, kids, house, mm, you know, very much yeah. in that monogamous sect, right? So yeah, definitely. Is... Where, where are you at with all this? Yeah, so I was actually going to go into, uh, I believe his name is uh, William Von Hippel. Uh, some, of his, some of his takes uh, on monogamy. Uh, one, of the big, one of the first things he brings up, I think I may have sent the, some of these video clips to you guys a while back, as well as even, like, even my girlfriend for her to look at. And uh, William Von Hippel, uh, Hippel, he always references uh, a book called Sex at Dawn, which is something Yes, I, okay, I know yeah, what you're about now. Yeah, so I wanted to get into that a little more. I need, I need to read it, so um, I can tell myself to pick it up. So he even goes into like the stoned ape theory and uh, different things like that, where natural, I believe, biologically, um, I mean, I, there's a certain primate or ape, you know, that where they go, where... Each of those apes go around having, you know, very polygamous relationships. Right. And one thing that's interesting is, uh, in a, in most humans, um, our penises are typically like larger than most other uh, primates, uh, primates, and our, however, our testicles are smaller. The reason that is because um, competition. Yeah, exactly. Competition. Your uh, when when your balls are your, your testicles are usually a lot more enlarged. Your ball, your pretty much your ball sack is big. You had a big balls. Uh, typically, that's due to the capability of being able to hold a lot of semen for competition. You pretty much have to drown out the other person in front of you biologically. So, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, with certain apes, they're going to be having the females going to be bouncing around, homie to homie, dick to dick. <laughs> so you pretty much need, you know, you pretty much need to have a large semen count to pretty much spray it to, you know, do right. your thing. Um which is true, yeah. That you, yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah. read heard the same thing. So people yeah. are like, "Wait, what? You need to have more ammo." It's now, facts. a lot of times you do. Yeah, you need more ammo for sure. Um, so the fact that um, us as humans, we have like kind of a medium size, it kind of gives you the idea that like biologically, we can have sustainable monogamous relationships. However, biologically, in the past, I don't believe it was meant like that years ago. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I guess, where people can go and fact check us on, like, the timelines and certain mm. primates, but I think it's, like, the bonobos or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bonobo apes, that's what it is. I yeah, they're just known up for, for uh, polygamy, and they just rapid, just rampant sex all the time. Um, right. And, I mean, if you look at just societal roles, look, we're not, let me let me preface this by saying nobody's saying go to the kitchen or anything like that. But if you look at just like the natural tribal roles, right? Like the woman kind of held down the fort, took care of the family, you know, nurtured the family. The, you know, man was out hunter, hunter gatherer going out. And you can also look at the way that we eat and why certain, you know, uh, intermittent fasting is kind of in vogue right now because that's 
to a certain extent, a lot of how we got nutrition in the past. You don't know if you're going to eat every day. You just eat what you can while it's in front of you. So when you think of, think of it that way, and, uh, you know, the male's role is just kind of being the cedar, for lack of a better phrase, it kind of looks at, okay, maybe this is more of a, hey, this is a chaos organizational tool by us saying, hey, monogamy, we know there's not going to be drama. We know, um, you know, this, that, and the other. It, it just kind of seems to me this is a construct. We have something to believe in. You've got a core black and white set of morals that you follow, follow this code, go do it, go do it, right? Go get married, go do it. I don't know if that works for everybody. Like I said, it works very much for me. Seems to work for everybody in our group here, but for some people, it's just not built that way. And I mean that both ways too. That's not to say that only men or uh, want to or should go out and be polygamous, but I think there are women too that find a find a fancy for that. But it's all about your fit. I think if we say broad strokes, hey, monogamy is the only thing that'll work across the board. Nah, I don't agree with that. Works for us. That, I don't know if it works. Sure. Uh, I think it definitely dips into uh, a lot of this has to do with science versus religion. Uh, so, yeah. you know, even even on the science tip, uh, a lot of times, you know, like sexual activity is mainly driven into testosterone. So because men have it, we usually tend to have a larger sex drive while we're younger. Once we get older, that dips down. You know, and a lot of times with menopause, wo women tend to peak with their testosterone levels, you know, by the time they're in their 40s and 50s, which is why you see that typical, like, cooler gilf kind of vibe, you know what I mean? So, um, with that, you notice when you're, you know, I would say, like, oh, uh, I think my girl brought it up this long ago, it's that, uh, that relationship weight. You know, a lot of times when you're in a comfortable relationship, you tend to put on more weight. You're not really in that, that, that hunt mode where you're kind of hunting for a chick. So right. you get a little more, you get a little more lax, you're eating, you're not working out as much. That is a dip in testosterone. So because of that, you know, you tend to kind of fit in into that monogamous role um, on, on, uh, on um, religion. Like, uh, I find it so weird that uh, a lot of polygamous or poly polygamous uh, relationships tend to be, uh, tend to use the Bible or other resources as their way to be polygamous. And that gets, that leads further into the rabbit hole and cults. A lot of, because a lot of cult leaders tend to be, you know, polygamists. So it, uh, I, I just find it interesting that, you know, science tells you certain things and then religion can tell you one thing, which will be monogamy. But if you look deeper, um, certain cult leaders will use that as a way to be polygamous. Right. So. It's kind of like, I get to be polygamous, but you guys don't. Yeah, I'm in charge. Sex. There's a hierarchy <laughs> here, so I get this privilege, you know. But you all don't, you know. All the while, maybe they don't even want to go with that that you know um, type of love in their relationships anyway. But uh, yeah, hundred percent, I agree. Jack, I saw those you books. We got to read them. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, as far as that, you know, the whole hunter and like, you know, working out and trying to just appear more attractive when you're, when you are single or whatever. Um, I never really did that. I never really worked out in order to like try to get a chick. Uh, just me personally. I always just was like, I don't know. I just didn't really care about it as much. And I guess it depends on individual as well. Um, I think you should be working out just for yourself. I mean, you know, primarily, you know what I mean? But I, I never was the type to try to like, get swole above just to get a chick you know and like that you know i understand like why people do it 
but I, I just never agree with that personally, you know? Well, uh, well Jonathan, to clarify, not, not even necessarily working out uh, testosterone levels, usually typically dip as being in a relationship, just due to comfortability, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not I, 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 well, I wouldn't sure if I'd clarify, that's why I wanted to say that, I wasn't bringing yeah. up working out, that's all. No, I got but, you. Just, mm -hmm. when you. When you said that, it just made me think of something else, so that's mm -hmm. why I'm, I'm stepping on Okay. I mean, to a certain extent, though, a lot of a lot of women are attracted to that, especially younger age. You know, you're um, right; they are. I don't know how I've been successful. You know, what I mean, so much, but I guess it depends on personality too, right? You know. Well, I mean, and you think about, and, I, and I'm not saying that that's the key, but I'm saying that you know, a lot of women do go after that, just like a lot of guys go after busty, curvy women, right? Well, if you look back, typically that means they have what childbirthing hips Child, right um, yeah childbearing hips exactly um you know if you're on the thicker side i guess that you're looked at as healthier right you're deemed at uh deemed as better to better suited to carry a woman again i'm not saying that i believe this i'm just going off of generalizations i'm just trying to explain mm -hmm. them a little bit yeah. not even that but those are historical facts i mean like look back like 200 years ago like i think there's it's so crazy that beauty uh has ebbs and flows and phases you know mm -hmm. like you look at like uh, mid to late 1900s, of course, like even dating to like present day. Should even 10 years ago, like the skinny, you know, the skinny chicks were in, you know, but 200 years ago, a bigger, you know, top bearing woman was more appealing. Now you see the thicker vibe coming back into the, you know, the 2010s. But 20 years ago, you know, they wanted a toothpick, a Pamela Anderson, you know what I mean? And a blue job vibe. A lot of, in a lot of ways, it's almost like the male bravado and what deems attractive now for men has flipped on its head you know we're now um you know skinny jeans and uh people that are a little bit more androgynous almost or just kind of like you know lean yeah. you don't have as many people that are just out here jacked out of their mind you know steroided up you don't see a lot of those meatheads i mean wait meatheads exist but i'm saying you don't see them as much i feel like as you used to so in a lot of the ways it turns on its head but I think, again, I always come back to this. I think circumstances and the actual climate itself, um, you know, what's going on around us really dictates what's taboo and, and what's not. So and I, I guess yeah, to and wrap it up, it's not one size fits all, but it's whatever fits you best. And definitely I agree with that, Mike. I definitely do. Um, I think also in, you know, this can be something that's just thought for broken because once again, we want you guys to think deeper. Um, I think it may be a generational thing too. And what I mean by that is like baby boomers, millennials, you know, and so forth or whatever. Um, because I think that, you know, the baby boomers and the older generations, they were into like being meatheads and like working out and all that. Cause like that was their thing. Millennials, I think it's just a middle between us, you know, because we are like the largest like generation. I don't know if you guys know that, but millennials are the biggest, you know, group. Um, which is crazy. I think we're going to take over like the uh, actual workforce. 50%. We are the market, you know? Yeah. Like, uh -huh. people try to sell stuff, we're the market to sell to now. Now, we're, we're the biggest millennials, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I just want you guys, the, the viewers and listeners, to think about that, you know? So. Yeah, and that's, that's biology. It's all due to age. I mean, baby.